Hello and welcome to May We Recommend, a show where we talk about movies, music, and more. I'm joined, as always, by Sean, and we have a special guest, maybe new co-host. And I'm Otis. <laughs> <laughs> that is a callback 10 years ago. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, um, let's see here. Um, Four, like, 14 oh. years ago. Oh, man. Okay, we did <laughs> yeah. a podcast 14 years ago. And uh, it was but the three of us. I do feel like it should be noted. It wasn't one of those things where it was like before it was cool that we did a podcast. Like it, we didn't do it early enough to be cool. We were definitely way after it was cool. Like that wasn't a thing. No, I don't think we came into its prime yet. I mean, just like now. <laughs> just like now. I, I think we, we got in early and got out before it hit. <laughs> yeah, I guess we did. You know, just like every stocks I've ever played with. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so it goes. Uh, oh man, I, I'll tell you this much: I, I, I miss it. I do. I, I, I miss talking about nothing. The news of the day. We did stupid little segments. That was fun. It yeah. was really just pure fun. You know. Well, you know, for for me, the always. It's always been the thing that just beneficially, it's like, it's always been a benefit to my mental health just to hang out and talk with dudes on a regular is a wonderful thing. It really is. Yeah. And I think that that's something that I have missing. And part of the reason I started this show and one though, I wanted a show with a direction <laughs> rather than the Seinfeld, the podcast, or like the unfunny Seinfeld, the podcast which is a show about nothing. I think that's what we had before. <laughs> <laughs> and this one I was like, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that really niche market of straight white dudes talking about movies. <laughs> yeah. It's like every channel on YouTube. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> I did not want to do a rewatch podcast where like we watch a film and then talk about it i wanted to do a recommendation podcast where we watch a film and recommend it by talking about it <laughs> yeah there's a really fine line there <laughs> so you're well, talking about it all wrong yeah <sighs> I, I feel like as I've gotten older, I feel like mm. I am okay with the smallest distinctions if it makes me feel better. Mm. Yeah, I think they call that uh, justifications. <laughs> well, sure, they may, and yet I will call them distinctions. <laughs> <laughs> to prove my point thoroughly. I feel like this conversation is just kind of a uh, a myopsy of, of the topic of tonight, mm -hmm. which I believe is going to be Kevin Smith and his collective mm -hmm. works. And That's our, right. And our various love affairs with him as as we've journeyed his career right 
I think at this point, 14 years ago, we were all still thoroughly enjoying Kevin Smith as an artist. Oh, yeah, as a podcaster and an auteur. <laughs> right. And, and an extemporaneous speaker. I mean, his when he would go on and just talk about nothing for an hour and a half, and that was his comedy special. I don't know if that's right. the right term for it, but it's not. You know, no. I mean, I feel like that's the closest we have. Not now. Anyway. I mean, it, it's called an evening with. <laughs> <laughs> and why wouldn't it be? <laughs> but, you know, and I, and honestly, I watched many of those via yeah, YouTube. Oh, really? Uh, I, I was watching them on, uh, I think, DVD. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, well, I mean, I, you know, I don't know if I watched, I mean, I'm sure I did. In fact, I think the first time I, is this true? I feel like one of our collective friends, um, Chris. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. May have been the first person to show it to me. Yeah, absolutely. He was the one, the first person to show it to me as well. Yeah. That's, that's how I saw it. There you go. So we have, I blame. We've Chris. established our gateway into Kevin's talking. We should, right. we should be talking to Chris right now, <laughs> angrily, as an intervention. Yeah. But uh, I, and at the time, well, I truly in love love that flavor of comedy. I did. I thought it was insightful, and I thought it was sporadic and a little chaotic, and I enjoyed it. Well, and it was juvenile, and that was fun, too. Like, let's go back to his first movie, right, Clerks? Sure. I think it still holds up pretty well. I, I think that it's an okay movie. Like, it's very amateur, but it it captures something of the time, and I still have a nostalgia for it. I can recognize that it's a definitely a freshman film, you know? Oh, for sure. But um, there, there's elements in it that I think made him his career, and he well, keeps going back to that well. I, I really don't think he, he progressed much as a filmmaker, so Clerks mm. is kind of his best outing, because he had something yeah. to lose. Do you think it's his... Oh, his... Mm, do, you, do you think <laughs> it's his best outing? His very first outing was yeah, his best yeah. work? Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. I, I can look at, you know, you've got Dogma, Jersey Girl, um, Clerks 2. <laughs> Clerks 3. <laughs> Clerks 3. Red State. That one, the uh, Yoga Hosers. Uh, Tusks. Or Tusk. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know. You know what? Here, you guys you know, okay. amp a little bit, and I'll look it up. <laughs> So you, you know, okay, so just keep listing off his movies or <laughs> <Mall rats. laughs> Yeah, that's what that's exactly what I wanted. Sure. Chasing Amy. Mm. Mm hmm <sighs> you know, so, all, right. all right. Well we're so, going in order here, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm not gonna list all of his movies, thank you, Sean. <laughs> I, I... <laughs> Can I just say real quick? I think it'd be awesome to have a podcast where we talk about Kevin Smith and you just <laughs> list his movies in order. <laughs> it's called Top Ten. 
<laughs> oh, that's very silly. <laughs> I thought that's what this was. <laughs> okay, so I guess it goes clerks, then mall rats. I just was trying to see if I could remember in order. Um, mall rats, yeah, also pretty, pretty okay. <laughs> I did not pretty... care for dogma. I remember liking it. I oh, honestly, and I mean, I mean, you kind of can't see it right now, right? Um, it's really difficult right. to see it. Right? It is very, it is very difficult to see it right now. Um, so, if you want to watch it, I think your best bet is to try to find it at like a DVD at Goodwill. Um, <laughs> no joke. Yeah, for real. <laughs> like no joke. Right. Like, what, why is that? It's not streaming anywhere. Is what you're no. saying? No. Oh, it's not streaming. Well, so it's not streaming because of the Harvey Weinstein stuff. <gasps> oh, right. Um. So, and I and I certainly don't know the the full ins and outs of it, but I think Harvey Weinstein has a controlling stake in it in some fashion. I see. Of of the, of the distribution, because his company was the one who produced it. Right. Um, you know, so I have I have a very redeeming thing to say about all of those movies so far. Yeah. Okay. But but no, I'm I'm waiting. I'm waiting. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't want it to yourself. <laughs> no, I know I, I I didn't want to interrupt the list. This is where we talk oh. about it, Otis. Yeah, no, no, the list is over. The list is just to keep us in track and chronologically to say, you know, moving through his progression as a filmmaker, talking about whether he matured or not, and then, uh, you know, to I mean, something to come back to. No, it's a, that's a spoiler. Um, but, but no, no, I, I, I am very curious as what you have to say about Donald. Well, okay, so you can't really... I, I will say that so much of Kevin Smith's work is about the time that it's in. And normally yeah. I think of that as, as a pretty bad thing. I, I normally prefer my art to be more timeless. Sure. I do. Um, but man, at the time, there were some big schisms going on in Catholicism. Right? Like this, so much of this was in the peripheral of like a very real shift in our thoughts as a culture on religion. You think 1999 was a pivotal moment in like religion? Can I you, do. Okay, why would that be? Because it's that the would, turn of the century or what? Well, yeah, well, partly the turn of the century and also partly the this the sex scandal was starting to come out. Oh, yeah, the sex scandals. Was that With, it really in 99? That seems late. I feel like, oh, you know, we have a thing that could totally check this if we wanted to. But I feel, <laughs> I mean, right? Like, the sex scandals, presumably, and I don't certainly don't want to get too political on this, but, like, they've been going on for a long time. But I feel like in the 2000s, is really when things were like ramping up and there were more and more stories of just atrocities that were happening to children. And I yeah. and I do think that there was a 
there is a shift in our yeah you know i don't um, know I, I i've been quiet here because i did use that thing to look up uh if there, there's there's a wikipedia called um sexual abuse scandal in the roman catholic archdiocese of boston <laughs> and, and I, I, my, my google search term was 1999 catholic scandal because uh i don't want anything too interesting in my search history absolutely and so, <laughs> so there there was two that popped up the first one was uh in boston and the second one was just catholic church sexual abuse cases now these are not topics i want to cover <laughs> absolutely not okay <laughs> so because i don't know how i can make anything of that other than that's terrible i just thought it was interesting i'm actually an editor on that wiki page yeah but it shows that you just do deletions <laughs> <laughs> it's still an edit <laughs> i mean no 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 and you're right but can you because it that movie inherently questions religion. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I, and I think, but not necessarily in a bad way too. And also there was, it gave rise to a lot of people. And I think even, excuse me, woman, sorry about that. Um, there was something in the air about this. I mean, remember in the old days, pre-internet, when we were all hanging out, sitting at Sherry's religion would come up a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and because we were all raised religious of one fashion or another, one fashion or another, right? But yeah. it was never right. We, it's not like we were being full blown theists in this conversation. We, we all seem to be considerably more academic about it. Oh, yeah, no, I, and I think that I that was is being a full blown theist usually in those conversations. <laughs> mm. I mean, well, I couldn't I be academic. I was homeschooled. It's difficult. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, All my it, textbooks it were the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, but at the time, even, I mean, Lair, you were, you were super into Catholicism at the time. And it, oh, and I you, still am. Theology right. is uh, something to me that is fascinating to no end. Absolutely. Like, I love religions, cults, uh, cult religions. Uh, I, I just find them, like, as a species to to have created such things and then to adhere to them so um tightly that uh it will never not be a source of fascination i mean it is so very telling of our species but it scares me the the things that it tells hmm. right that are like we have the capability to do these things to construct these very intense links i don't know yeah yeah i am i am also super fascinated by the constructs of society yeah but i don't think the dogma tackles any of that <laughs> i mean it's got mixed theology in it um it it uh it, 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 it it's just it's like a child telling you what he thought about the bible 
you know. So, so I always thought that it made people angry because of all the women that he put in God's position, it was Alanis Morissette. I thought that was what... <laughs> <laughs> it's like her. <laughs> I, I, you know, at the time, I thought Alanis Morissette was very cute. <laughs> you know, for sure. I mean, that's but nice. Also, but would you make her God? I would not make her God. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I don't think that putting any particular figurehead there would make anybody happy. Well, I, uh, I always thought it was lovely, though, that it was Alanis Morissette, because, of course, the whole thing is she... Her voice can kill she, you. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean... It's not a subtle dig, is it? No. Oh, my gosh. Like, uh Like... Is it the best joke in the world? No, of course not. But it I it tickles me every time. <laughs> I don't think that that was intentional. Oh, what? How could it not be? I don't think it was. I think that they were friends. I don't think that he was being mean to her. And why would she take that position? You know. Yeah, I I have to. Agree. No, but I, I mean, I they were just friends. Yeah, and I know, you, but I, it's. I think his thought went no deeper than. It, I'm going to put a woman in as God, and that'll make people angry. Yeah. No, no, no. No, I don't think that's it at all. Well, no, I do think he thought about that, actually. Yeah. In fact, I think he covered that, that he knew that it would make people angry, that he put a woman as God, for sure. Yeah. I think yeah. that he, yeah, I think he just knew Alanis Morissette in some way or another, and he thought it would be funny if he made her God, and extra funny that he made her right uh, nope nope i'm saying it is completely surface level I, I think it's just woman is god is funny that's it full stop oh see oh i just hmm. all I right so this guy talk for hours sure so have i it, it's scatological humor um which is your least favorite kind of humor it is my least favorite kind of humor. I, I don't go for that. You really um, don't? No, not at all. And uh, and then we have juvenile, like, sex jokes. Like, I, I can't think of anything more uh, deep that he goes into. He doesn't, like, get into, like, the minutia of why he does these things. He just, you know, is like, ah, blah, 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 and then laughs well, at his own joke. Well, there was that time... Where he made a movie about a lesbian written by Kevin Smith, where the mm -hmm. whole movie is her leaving her sexuality to be with Ben Affleck. Which, well, like, you know, there is really a bizarre. <laughs> there's a line in that movie about why she left them because sometimes they just need a man. <laughs> I don't think, like, he's Boy. going. Like more than one layer deep, Otis. <laughs> oh, mm. I think okay. he. So, so I think he, that was his first attempt, right? Is he's like, okay, I've got something to say, and he's like, you know, goes what, into what his little it? room and he's writing, and he's like, I'm doing really good here, and he comes out, and it's just women need dick. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's like, okay. <laughs> Am I going to have to put an explicit filter on this one? Yeah. So we can just talk oh, really? We're talking about Kevin Smith. I know. I know. I know. It's really touch. difficult. It's really hard because, like, the line is, you know, she just needed a good dicking. A deep dicking, I think, is what he said. It, was that the tagline? Yeah. Well, that wasn't the tagline, but that was, like, what... what what they said about her coming around. Oh, uh, right. that's got to be. See, I feel like that has to be tongue in cheek, yeah. right? <sighs> I, I mean, it's I can see be. Where, you, where you would think that, but I don't think it was. Are you, like, oh he... my gosh! I'll tell okay, you this: so... I do think that you're right about him capturing the spirit of the time, and I think that you're he he speaks to. Um, that juvenile population as well, you know, like, uh, there's like a teen angstiness to him and there's, uh, you know, like, uh, pseudo intellectualism, you know, which we're all guilty of, but like, <laughs> uh, you know, he's like, I know a little about something and then I'm going to ex yes, expound on that. <sighs> yeah. I just think he had this huge opportunity because at the time, there weren't a whole lot of movies made uh, involving lesbians. I mean, I think Bound See, came uh, out prior to that. Yeah, Here's... Bound did come out, and I think that might be a better movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I do think Bound is probably a better movie, but I I feel like this casts a brighter light on a... Works. <laughs> no, on, on, like a protagonist homosexual, like there wasn't too many. Well, no, Philadelphia came out, although that was such a complicated movie, like in its time, right? Yeah, but, there, but it was better for that. It, it, it was more substantive, you know. Right, but like it couldn't be a comedy. Yeah. Right, there's no way. Like, and and I'm not hey, saying. Um, I mean, didn't Philadelphia win a million awards? Yeah, I feel like it did. And yeah. so, of course, it's a stunning movie. Like, of course. Let's see here. Let's look. Uh, the what couple, 96 like, and uh, Chasing Amy was like Bird 99. Cage. Yeah. Oh, I think Philadelphia was a little bit earlier than that. Birdcage was 96 as well. So, but oh wow. Maybe, it just, it feels odd, right? That Kevin Smith was kind of the hip filmmaker, right? He was still kind right. of on fire. And he could have used that to to really say something. And it just feels like he, he, he wasted it. You know, it just, he didn't really say anything with, with See, Chase I'm Amy. Gonna, I'm going to say that back to Otis's point about this being like a, a lead gay film or a lesbian film. Mm -hmm. But like, as far as like films of that ilk, I mean, 1995 to Wong Fu, thanks for everything. Julie Newmar, uh, birdcage 96 and bound in 96. So they all came out to the, to a year, two years prior. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. I mean, he's, yeah. But I, I still think, uh, just because it wasn't the first, I still think it retained some value because it was going, if 
if the point is to normalize, that sounds mm. awful in hindsight, right? No, I don't think so, because a lot of the movies in the 80s and earlier um, definitely demonized uh, homosexuality. Oh, absolutely, yeah. This is more humanizing them. Okay, that, yeah, that's a much better term. Um, so, yeah, I still think it was beneficial to humanize homosexuality, even if it's not the first one to the punch, right? But... Mm-hmm. But don't you think, like, if you're going to humanize homosexuality, like, he should have just had, like, the, what was her name in the movie? Like, Alyssa or something. The the, the lesbian. Like. Oh, I, I I can't remember the character she, name. She probably shouldn't have slept <laughs> it with, is Alyssa. With, with Ben Affleck. Right. Because it just makes it feel like, oh, like, she, she just needed dick mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like it feels like a step backward to me I guess it does I, I also want to say that I'm not qualified to really speak I, I feel like I feel odd like speaking on behalf of like the gay community it's just like mm. l- looking back at it it feels um, for lack of a better term problematic you know, because I remember when Chasing Amy came out, I thought it was like his first attempt at like making a real movie because it felt mm. like it was dealing with, there, there were dramatic parts, you know, because Mallrats, was, um, it was just goofy, kind of like Clerks. And then it felt yeah. like this had dramatic moments, right? But when I think back on it, and I haven't seen it probably in a decade, um, I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's got, like, dramatic moments, but it all really comes down to a dude wants to sleep with a girl, and it feels like he convinces her to sleep with him. <laughs> and then in the end, she's like, oh, yeah, you know, I loved you because you were persistent <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> I think it sends the wrong message. Like, you can just, like needle or whittle someone down you know it's like but i love you okay and i mean you're 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 a woman i'm a man and he like convinces her it it just feels kind of gross yeah but i mean uh hmm. and again i feel i feel like yeah absolutely that is absolutely problematic now But so, I mean, I think cinema is especially at risk of that because so much of our cinema that we just adore is very problematic. Oh, sure. So, like, cinema lends itself to that. There's some things that maybe are, like, problems with scenes or language or certain depictions, but this is the entire film. So like, like that I, I think is is different than like um, I don't know Popeye Doyle dropping a couple of like N words, you know, uh, like I, I think that there there's things of its time, and this is definitely of its time, but like it was the thesis of the film, right? Well, okay, so you can take like let's take Philadelphia, right? And you can say yeah. that as a film, as a story, it's it's kind of trying to um, 
create a snapshot about what the climate was. Sure, yeah. Actually, I would like to wrap up, finish talking about, like, I would kind of like to do Porky's for next session. Okay. 